Hello, I am Annette Renee. Have you been through trauma in your life? Have you been healing and ready to move on now? Are you wanting to go from trauma to adventure and go with confidence? This is for you. This show is called Survivors Traveling Lightly. Welcome to Survivors Traveling Lightly. This week, we are going to be talking about Christ. You may or may not be a Christian, but if you have listened to the first month of the podcast, then you know that my healing has come through Christian help, Christian counselors, my church, and other Christian things. I did not go to Anna, Rob, and Joanne personally. They help represent what I went through and things that I think could really help other people. So I want to thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking this time to come and listen to the podcast. And I appreciate the hundred plus downloads that have happened throughout this time. It is a blessing for me to know that others are listening to get the positive feedback that you're enjoying it. And I would appreciate it if you are enjoying it. Go join me on Facebook. If I've mentioned Instagram, I'm really struggling to get that set up. And I apologize if you've gone to look for it. I'm going to try my best to get that taken care of this weekend. So hold on and I will be there soon. This is all new to me and with school still going on, there's times it just gets really overwhelming. This being the month of Easter and Palm Sunday, I really felt that I needed to come and talk about having a personal relationship with Christ. Talk about the wonderful things that Christ has done that we celebrate this month and talk about who Christ is. Like I said, I know some of you might not believe, but I would appreciate if you listen. If you hear my heart, listen to my my desire for you to have healing and to know the Savior that I know. And if you aren't a Christian and you don't want to listen to this, do ask that you will still come back and listen to other episodes as not all of them are just about Christ. Some of them will bring that in because that is so much of my life. But I do pray that you will come back and just form community with us and get to know us. When I was married, we took the kids to a Christian school, we took the kids to church, and we worked to be good parents. We missed a key component in our life. We didn't understand what it was that we were missing, so of course we didn't know how to get it. When I moved out by myself, all I felt that I had as a steady foundation to begin with was my faith in Jesus, and then my mom and my sister were there a lot. When I was going through my divorce and I'd moved into my house by myself with just myself and my two dogs, I was really lonely after living in a house with three to four people. But when I would go to bed at night, I didn't always feel like I was alone. To begin with, I slept with a big overstuffed sloth, so it felt like there was another body there. But I also didn't feel alone. I spent time during the day in the beginning just totally numbing and trying to focus and trying to have the desire to get up and do other things. But then I spent a lot of time in the Bible, doing Bible stuff processing the things that Carol mentioned in the first counseling podcast. And I worked through those things, my thought processes, how my thinking might not be correct, different concepts that she was teaching me. And I have to remind myself still think on those at times. I do have some of those written on my mirror. I've had different words for the year or phrases for the year, at least since I moved out, I think even before then. But I have some of those hanging around my house and I've started journaling. And in that time, I was in the word trying to just figure things out, trying to make it through the next moment, the next day. And I did feel my relationship with Jesus grow. I felt really for the first time, a personal one-on-one relationship with Jesus. I would prayed on and off. I'd read my Bible. Bible on and off, but this was a more tangible, amazing relationship. But then as I started to heal, I wasn't relying on that as much to make it through the next moment, the next day, and I didn't know where that balance needed to be. 
where the balance between teaching and doing the podcast or teaching and going to hang out with friends and other people and spending time with God, that whole combination. So I was trying to figure that out and trying to work on that. And this summer went went really well. This last summer, I did a lot of fun things outdoors, but I still also felt like I had a good balance in the Word and with God and with Jesus. Then recently, probably with trying to start the podcast, and I had so many available things to do, I got overloaded. I felt disconnected from one set of my friends. I kind of felt disconnected some from my church. So I've started asking a few people, tell me about your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. How do you get that personal relationship and how do you keep that personal time that you are spending with God and to feel his presence and to know that you are connected? One of my friends told me that it can't be all based on feeling, which I completely understand because there are times you are not going to feel the tangible presence of God. You're not going to have that happy closeness when you get in the Bible that you need to be in the word. You need to be praying. And he suggested you needed to be journaling. His wife, when I asked her, said that she was doing what our church calls as an intensive Bible study. It's reading a book a month. And that alone, without trying to do school, just even during the summer, unless it was what a friend calls a fluff book, just seems overwhelming for me. The real thinking books that are real hard to read, that are not just stories, are really hard for me to read and stick to it and just make it through in a month. I have read some by Jenny Allen, Lisa Trackhurst, and Beth Moore. I have been able to get through, I think it was probably like a chapter a week, so it was spread out even more. After asking my two friends about how they felt that their growth in the personal relationship was, I had realized I made a commitment to take things away from my life for Lent or to put aside things for the 40 days, but I hadn't really been doing a Bible study about Lent. If you don't know what Lent is, Lent is the 40 days before Easter, Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday, the last big hurrah before Lent starts. Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. Catholics and Presbyterians will go to an Ash Wednesday service and have the ash cross on their forehead. I'm a teacher and I've been challenged by some of my students in the past that Lent was not just Catholic. I mean, I need to either add something on or something positive in to draw me in closer to God and Jesus or take something away. This year, somebody mentioned that the 40 days between the beginning of Lent and Easter was to represent the 40 days when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. And if you don't know what that is, I can put the reference down below where it is in the Bible. I know it was after he was baptized, but he is out in the desert and was tempted and suffered from being hungry because he didn't eat or drink in that time and the temptations. I think we started talking about it also in school before Lent started. And I had been working on giving up Diet Dr. Pepper because I drank that a lot. And I'd try to get down a little bit and then I'd have a stressful day. I went from Lent until now, by the grace of God, without having a soda. I also gave up sweets as in like cookies and candy. I have eaten some granola that may have had a little too much sugar in it and way too many carbs for what I'm trying to count. But I didn't give in to eating the double stuffed Oreo cookies and the homemade chocolate chip cookies that were at community group last Thursday that looked amazing. And the cookies that were at our staff meeting on Friday that probably looked amazing too. I'm excited that I've been able to really stay faithful to that. I've been able to just know that this is a commitment I made to God that I need to follow through on. And there were some times I've been in front of the food that I've not been tempted. Now, there's been a few times the soda has been a little hard when someone opens up a 
cold soda and you can just taste it in your mouth. That's been a little difficult. And I moved a cold soda out of the way the other day when I was helping a student because I had just come in from lunch and it was just right there. So I moved out of the way so I could kind of lean over her paper and help her and just holding that cold soda in my hand. The lid was still on, hadn't been opened, and it wasn't even my flavor. Just made my mouth water. That was a challenge, but I have not gone and bought a Diet Dr. Pepper. I have not had a Diet Dr. Pepper, and I've been thankful for that. And I don't want to go back to the waste of the plastic that I was doing, putting all that junk into my body on a regular basis, because now I drink a lot more water, and I know it's a lot better for me. Back to the main point. With that, I have grown through those steps um, during Lent so far. Easter is coming up in two more weeks. Next Sunday will be Palm Sunday. And then the Sunday after that is Easter. So as we were drawing near to Easter, I wanted to bring up things that I am doing to help me learn, help me to grow. Things I've heard from friends about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And why it's important, why Jesus even wants a personal relationship with us. Some of this I know may be something new to you. It may not be what you've heard in the past, and I'm praying that it is all correct. If there is something that someone questions about it, please ask. If I make a mistake, I will gladly clarify it when I find out. I'm not meaning to, but I'm not a Bible scholar. I went to church on and off growing up. I love doing Bible studies. I love listening to my friends talk about Jesus and the Bible and God. And that wisdom that I have gained is where the This is coming from, from my heart, that people would understand Easter, my heart, that people would have a desire to learn more, my heart that loves God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Last Sunday is when I asked my two friends about their personal relationship with Jesus that I've mentioned already. Either Sunday night or Monday night, I started doing two Lent studies from UVerse, the app that you can get on your phone. Because I'm starting so late, I was trying to do two a night. Those studies have touched my heart in such an amazing way. It made my mind open up just to be able to release all the stress that I'd been feeling from work, from teaching. It just helped me to be able to focus again, to be able to grow in my thoughts about who Christ is, and to be able to journal letters to God and Jesus. I mean, the personal relationship that I have gained through this is what was missing in my life. I tried to be the best parent that I could be. I went to parenting classes early on. We went to a couple marriage seminars and I tried to do the best that I could do. I did pray. I was trying to work on some issues that I felt I had being a little short-tempered sometimes, memorizing verses that would help me with that. And I felt like I was really gaining in that, trying to be a good wife and keep the house cleaned up. But looking back on it now, I really feel I was doing most of it on my own strength. When I started to work, my husband at the time worked evenings. So I would drop the kids off at school in the morning to begin with. I would go to work myself and then I'd pick them up after school. Then we'd go home, depending upon which year it was, we'd go home and I'd start working to plan and prepare for my two different classes for the next day. It was just a lot. Drained me and I didn't have a way to be filled up again to feel like I had something left to give. I gave and I gave and I was empty. And I did not understand how to take that and be filled up again. So I had more and more to give. I was pouring on empty and pouring on empty and pouring on empty. Holly Furtick recently did a sermon about a story in the Bible. It was about a widow. Her husband had just died. She was going to lose her boys for her debts. It was back in Bible times. She went and asked a prophet, what can you do for me? Please help me. And he said, what do you have in your house? She didn't think she had anything that she could use. And she said, well, I do have a little bit of oil. So through that, the prophet told her to go collect as many jars as she could from around the village from all of her friends. And then 
then keep pouring the oil into each of those jars. As she poured into the jars, the oil just kept coming and coming and coming. And she poured and poured and poured and poured until she said, I need another jar to one of her sons. And he said, that's our last jar. The little bit of oil she had that she'd been pouring out of was gone. It was done. It was used up. In that sermon, Holly said, just keep pouring. Just keep pouring and out of your emptiness. And that might not have been the word she said, but out of your little, God would bless you. And that is completely true. But you also have to have that time with God, that time where God is pouring into you, fellowship with other Christians where you are getting filled and not just be isolated and stressed over work and running on empty. You have to still have some way to get filled up. And I did not have it back then. Since then, I have learned that where I need to run to is to God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit to help me be filled up. I should be going to my Bible studies at my church because I have a wonderful Bible study teacher who just pours into us and her lessons are amazing. But this semester, this school year, maybe even last semester, I got connected to so many things that I just couldn't do everything. I was just running ragged. So I cut back and some of the good things that I cut back on are things I shouldn't have cut back on. And I know that and I'm learning that. So I want you to know that if you are a Christian and you're not getting it, you feel empty, go to God. Go to Jesus. Jesus. Go to your Bible and read. Go to the UVerse app and just ask God what you should look up. Think of what you're worried about or what you're upset about and see if you can find a UVerse app. But devotional. Go to a concordance, which is just a list in the back of the Bible of words and topics. Not every Bible has it. That You can look up verses for that on the UVerse app. You can put words in and it will give you different verses too because I love that. So if you are feeling empty, fill yourself with community. Fill yourself with getting into the Word and journal. My friend did say, he did said he started journaling and he's grown in his journaling since then. At the beginning of the year, I found a wonderful journal and kit. That's from the Pioneer Woman at Walmart. It's just gorgeous. I love it. And so I got that and I was really trying to journal on a regular basis. And I tend to do that at the beginning of the year and then I dwindle off. So I have the beginning of journals, a few here, a few there, and not many completed. So this week, when I got back to doing the Lent studies and I started journaling the thoughts, after doing that. On my phone, I started putting some of the more meaningful things on there. And the questions that were asked in the Lent Bible studies were just wonderful and just really touched my heart. And it's made me think and really opened my mind to things that are going to bring me closer to God and to Jesus. I also, on Friday, asked another friend about her personal relationship with Jesus. We talked about an awful lot and wandered around many topics. She journals also. So I think prayer and journaling were her two answers, but just the overall relationship and just the time we spent just talking about Jesus, talking about our relationship with Jesus Christ, talking about the Bible was time that just really felt that we connected, felt that we were in community, made me feel that we were closer than we been. So if you are a Christian, find that. Find community. Find your people that you can talk to. Find a Bible study that you pray about, that you want to answer the questions. One of the Lent ones I'm doing, at the end it has talk to Jesus about, you know, in a sentence, about what was in the Bible study. And I've done that and I've journaled about that and it has just been wonderful. If you don't even know who Jesus is, if you've not ever been saved and you are interested in learning more, by all means you can message me on Facebook. Also, you can go on YouTube or Facebook and find Elevation Church. 
Elevation Church has been an amazing help to me since the divorce started and since I moved out of the house. I heard about it before I moved out of the house. Once I was here in this new house and driving into work, I would listen to that to just keep me focused and not thinking about other things while I was going into work. It helped me to find focus and find answers to many of my questions in many situations. The people at Elevation who preach are just down to earth. They are open. The church gives money to help in many places. And I have grown through every sermon that I've listened to. There's been something that I can take away, normally multiple things that I can take away through every sermon that I have listened to. It has been wonderful. If you don't have a relationship with God and Jesus, then find a local church that that you can listen to. I mean, start with Elevation. Ask me. We can talk about different churches. I kind of have a little array of churches that I've gone to. I've gone to just a Christian church, which is not a denomination. I've gone to Nazarene churches and Baptist church and Presbyterian churches. I don't look for a specific name brand, religion, denomination. Those are kind of the key churchy words. I look for the people and the heart of the people that are there that will minister, that that teach, that are my friends, that I can connect to, and that I can help them, and they can help me draw closer to God. I have found family in my community groups. I have found friends that were there for me for many things, and they've kind of changed over time. My friendships has varied since I've been in this house, and there were some that were at my church to begin with, and when COVID hit, that kind of pulled apart a little bit. And then I found some through um, the hiking groups that I joined, an active women's group that are out and we go hiking a lot. And then I found a group through another church, people who are widowed or divorced coming together to learn about the Bible. And so I have friends in different places. Those are places that you can try to go and get help. Come back and listen to the podcast and see what's going on. Let me know what you want to hear about. But then also, if you have already learned about Jesus Christ and you want to personal relationship with him. Get in the word, journal, pray, find community, find ways to serve and surrender to him daily. And I know that might be hard to understand, but I know I messed up a lot in my life. I got to where I was not focusing on God and Jesus. I was focusing on me and how much I was hurting and how I didn't feel right and why I didn't feel like I fit. And I am working to focus daily on God and Jesus and not on me and not on my feelings and my hurts, my hangups. And if you listen to the counseling ones, there are some things that we've gone over, especially Carol's. There are some things that we went over that I've learned that have helped me process. So if you want to listen to that, if you haven't, that would be a good thing to listen to. I've done a lot of Bible studies with groups, Jenny Allen's Bible studies, Beth Moore's Bible studies, Lisa Trekker's Bible studies, and I'm sure there's many more. I can't think of them right now. Please find a place that you can connect. Please find a place that will talk to you about God and Jesus. Please talk to me if you want more information. Thank you for listening. I will be praying that this touches the hearts or the heart of who it's supposed to touch. I'll be praying that those who listen and don't know Jesus, either just as their Savior or as a personal relationship, there is a difference. There really is. That if you don't know that in-depth personal relationship with Jesus, that through this podcast, you will be touched by it, that you will learn, that you will find ways to connect. And I would like to do a Bible study from Jenny Allen's that just came out. I think it's Find Your People. I would love to read that book and do that Bible study. So hopefully we'll plan to do that maybe this summer because then I can have time to read a book and maybe we can get a group together and do that either through Zoom. I don't know the dynamics that we'll use. I hope you enjoyed this. I am grateful that you came and listened to it. I'd love for you to download it, review it if there's a place to review it, and subscribe. Come find me on Facebook, and pretty soon you can find me on Instagram. Please have a blessed day. Thank you for coming to Survivors Traveling Lightly. 
Thank you for listening to Survivors Traveling Lightly. We will be hearing over the next couple of weeks talk about the wonderful things that Christ has done that we celebrate this month and talk about who Christ is. I hope that you enjoyed the show today. Please share it with others and leave a review and please follow. Also, you can go to our Facebook page at Survivors Traveling Lightly to join and start following us there. I hope you have a blessed day.